Well, I'm going to be streaming a Crowdcast event from Lori and Melissa. They always provide very good training on the Crowdcast platform. And they will be starting very shortly. It will be a few minutes before the event is successfully launched and the interaction occurs. But I did want to start streaming a little bit early to ensure that there are no connectivity difficulties so that the event will run smoothly and efficiently and effectively. I'm clicking on their lead right now, and I will be allowed in. I'm currently already in, so I'm chatting. And they're chatting with me. This is good. They're asking what type of online events that we're offering to host. And I just want to say that the universality of Crowdcast enables us to host a wide variety of events for a wide variety of audiences. And the speaker is currently getting ready. I attend as many of these events as I can to learn more about the platform, its functionality, and the target audience that is designed to reach. The creativity and tools that are provided by Crowdcast are quite extensive. I've learned by usage and learning how to implement them efficiently and effectively. As the platform continues to grow and more people attend the events that I create and schedule. We will now wait for two very dynamic members of our team, Lori and Melissa, as the event will be starting promptly. There's also a nice ask a question area, a pulse function on the bottom portion of the screen. And I've realized that by participating in these polls, helpful information can be gathered by the presenters in order to create additional Crowdcast content and continuously improve the relevancy of the events that are created. And this is important. It's all about the individuals attending, coming online, and becoming an interactive part of our event. And currently, I'm the only one in attendance because I like to show up early. And the reason I show up early is because many times I can provide some assistance or review the material that's being presented and start an interaction before the event officially starts. And I find this to be very helpful to engage with Lori and Melissa prior to the event in many cases and during the event as well, as we promulgate the educational benefits of this outstanding platform globally. Our membership is increasing. We have a robust platform and continued growth is in fact anticipated. There was a brief pause of silence on my part as I await the arrival of Lori and Melissa to continually discuss the advantages of using Crowdcast in a wide variety of learning and event situations. So we will await their arrival and we will then be interacting immediately upon the arrival of the event hosts. And I appreciate everyone streaming with me uh, for this today. Let me go into the event right now and see if I can recommend any changes or any any questions or anything to stimulate interaction with our attendees, because I never know how many attendees are in someone else's event. But I do know the number of attendees in mine. Let's see if there is a poll that needs to be. I've answered the poll. I'm the only one currently scheduled to attend. I see a question. And I have a uh, Marine. 
guys. If they host any events. I always like to get ideas from other event hosts as well as far as different training options that can be incorporated to encourage more spontaneous activity with people, although I find the pulse function to be very accepted and used by most event attendees. And I'm already following these people. Let me go to ask the question and ensure that I'm following the person who asked the question. I always like to look at users' profiles so that I can establish additional networking and connectivity opportunities with them. And in this case, the member profile does not provide any contact information for the opportunities of networking. Loading the live stream. Welcome to Monday's demonstration and Q&A here at Crowdcast. My name's Laurie and I'm tuning in from Greenville, South Carolina. So let me know in the chat where you're all tuning in from. I'd love to know. Looks like we've got Jack here. Fabulous to see you, Jack. We've also got, and you're tuning in from NYC. Fabulous. We've got Ronald. We've got James. We've got Melissa, Paul, Cabron. Please do let me know if I'm mispronouncing any of your names. We've also got JD here. And I'm sure that there are plenty of people who will continue to tune in throughout it. But let's dive straight into the demo. So today I will be sharing with you how to host successful online events and conferences. So it's fabulous to have Melissa here from Georgia. We've also got Ronald from Cape Town, South Africa. Oh, it's fabulous to see that. I actually got confused for having a South African accent the other day. I didn't tell them I was Australian, but I thought that was a first. Usually it's uh, New Zealand. And we've got Paul here from outside Boston. I love that. Okay, so without further ado, we'll dive into how to host online events and conferences. So my name's Laurie and I'm a member of the customer success team here at Crowdcast. So a little bit about what I do. I host these live events here on Crowdcast to show you how to use the platform. I also do online um, the Q&As that are on Thursday. And if you do email us or send in a chat message, then there's every chance that I might respond to you as well. So basically empowering creators to make the most of Crowdcast. People usually do tune in halfway through the event. So if somebody does let us know in the chat, say, hey, I missed the first bit, is this being recorded? Let them know that yes, this is being recorded and they can reach out to us. So feel free to share this link also with your team or with your friends or whoever you're looking to host events with, because this link is where the replay will be as well. So let's talk a little bit about what we're going to cover today. We'll talk about in-person versus online events, why you may want to host all your events online as well. We'll talk about why Crowdcast, there's quite a few different options out there, so why might you want to choose us? And we're actually going to go through how to set up an event together. So in real time, I'll show you what it looks like on the back end, and we can create an event together and then talk through what you may want to do for marketing, practice runs, when you go live, and then also reviewing those live events with anal analytics. And then we have a Q&A. So it looks like two of you have already popped in a question. So thanks for that. So as we're moving throughout this event, if you do have any questions, if you think, hmm, I just want to cover that a little, a little 
little bit more, then please do drop in questions throughout the event and we will get to them in the second half of this demonstration today. So let's talk about online versus in-person events. So for the first time in history, really, anyone can share their ideas at scale and in real time. So what does this mean? This means that in the past, you used to have some sort of uh, public persona, like being a celebrity or a politician or um, a member of the royal family in order to have your ideas shared at a scale. And now with the internet, you, everyone can share their ideas in real time. So that's why platforms like Crowdcast can be super helpful. So let's talk about what it looks like when you do an in-person event. Often it can be expensive. I mean, you need to hire out the venue, people need to get transport to go there. You may also need to hire um, lighting people and equipment people to be able to run a successful event. They're also difficult to attend. So often it does involve attendees needing to potentially to your event. There's also no recordings. Unless you spend a few thousand dollars to hire a videographer, um, you're not likely going to have those recordings in real time. Whereas online, it's low cost. Virtually anyone in the world can view your event. They're also infinitely scalable. So you can share your event with up to millions of people. And there's also measurable metrics. So you were doing an in-person event, it's really hard to track how many people look at your billboard and then choose to register for the event or buy a ticket based on people walking by, right? Whereas when you are online, you can see how many people see your landing page and then off the back of that, choose to take action and sign up for your event. So why Crowdcast? There's a whole bunch of different options out there and generally we can place them into two buckets. So on the live streaming side of things, you've got your event, you've got your platforms like Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Twitch. And then we've also got other platforms like GoToWebinar on 24 and Zoom that are more webinar style. And both webinar styles and live streaming platforms have their pros and cons. So on the webinar side, it's great because you own the data. Whatever data attendees do input, Generally, you can uh, access all of their emails, any questions they ask, any, the chat log, etc. There's also business integration. So webinars are set up with businesses in mind and making it super easy for the business side of things. So whether it's using ConvertKit, uh, using Zapier, you can often integrate with lots of different platforms. There's also no distractions. So there's no ads on the page trying to buy your attendees. Uh, generally, there's a, there aren't distractions and they're completely focused on your event. However, there are some downsides as well. Often it involves involving software, both on the attendee side and on your side. And this makes the process a bit clunky, right? Uh, many times your attendees have to go through quite a few hoops just to get to your event. And all of these costs can add up as well. I'll talk shortly about what the process will generally be, but simply having a different website to a place to host your video afterwards can add up and be quite expensive. And there's some pros and cons on the live streaming side of things as well. It's browser-based, one click and you're in, and it's really easy to ensure that it's a great attendee experience. It's often an easy and fun interface as well. So if you've ever been to a Facebook Live, you'll know that you can drop emojis through there, you can chat, you can reply to people's comments, etc. 
it's also engaging and high production. So there's so many different ways to customize your event through the browser, including uh, connecting up third parties such as OBS um, to be able to create virtual backgrounds or virtual overlays. Uh, you can make those events live on the live stream end of things super engaging. But at the end of the day, there are a few cogs, they serve ads. So the whole purpose of going live over on a um, platform like YouTube Live or Facebook Live is to get traffic over to Facebook so that they can create customized ads that try to get your attendees to click off the platform so that they can receive revenue from them clicking on those ads. They also own the relationship with your attendees. So if you're thinking about um, who actually owns those email addresses, often if you wanted to reach out to an attendee on these live streaming platforms, you don't own that relationship with them and you can't get access to their data. It's also often a one-way broadcast. So live streaming platforms don't often have those additional options like the webinar platforms such as polls and ask a question. It's very much the one-to-many view rather than being able to interact a little bit more. So here at Crowdcast, we take the best bits from the webinar platforms and the live streaming platforms and then bring it into one. And we don't call it a webinar. We don't call it a live stream. We call it a Crowdcast. So this is how it usually works. Usually you'd have your landing page software. Perhaps you own a site on lead pages and people jump over to your lead page and then they click on a link to um, get a ticket for your webinar. Then you go to the webinar platform, which is an entirely different platform. And you need to use your own email marketing to send out emails to them. And then once this is finished, you then have to download that MP4 and then place it on a separate video hosting platform. Here at Crowdcast, we bring it into the one unified experience. So if you take a look at our URL up above us, this is the same place where we had our landing page. So before you registered for this event, you will have viewed our landing page and placed in all of, all of, seen all of our different details about what this event was. This is also where I hosted a pre-event uh, pre test. So I invited my colleague up on stage with me called The Green Room. If you were here before we went live, you will have seen it as speaker is getting ready. I tested the screen share. I checked that my colleague's mic was working and we had a little bit of a chat beforehand. And then it's the same place the live event is. And then if you stick around at the end, you'll see that the replay is hosted here as well. So we keep it super simple. So everything is all in the one place. So let's actually set up an event together. So there's so many different ways to structure your online event. And Paul, Ronald, Jack, if you could let me know in the chat all of, all of the different options for your event specifically, I'll tailor this for you. So are you looking to host a public event, a private event, or members only? So we actually have an integration with Patreon. So if you are looking to host Patreon-only events, let me know in the chat. Are you looking to host a paid or a free event? And if you are looking to host a paid event, have you collected the payment elsewhere or are you looking to actually create tickets here within Crowdcast? You can do either option. Um, also, let me know if you've collected registrations already and you're looking to import those. How many sessions are you looking to host with Crowdcast? So within an event, there's at the one URL, you can host different events, uh, different sessions within the event. So if you're looking to host a conference, 
let me know and I can show you how multi-sessions work. Are any of the sessions going to be pre-recorded? So do you have a video that you'd like to share with your attendees? Will there be any parallel tracks? So many other platforms call them breakout rooms, we call them sessions. So I can show you how to run sessions going simultaneously to create more of a breakout room feel. What tools will I need to integrate with? So if you do have any third party tools that you're using, perhaps it's ConvertKit, perhaps it's, I believe I saw Podia earlier today, let us know, we can chat about that too. And how many people are you expecting to actually show up to your event as well? So these are all the different questions that you'll want to be asking yourself. So it looks like Paul is doing a public event, two authors discussing books. Great choice, Paul. We have a whole bunch of bookstores with us. Um, hosted by a bookstore, not made perfect. Yes, I love that, but you want all the attendee emails. Great. And then we've also got Ronald hosting a public paid event um, set up by PayFast, multi-sessions, live speakers, and some pre-recorded materials. Not sure yet, retooled 500 plus. Fabulous. Thank you so much for that information. And we're going to create a, um, it looks like Jack creates language learning events. I love that. You'll need to let us know what languages you speak, Jack. I'm curious to know. So to create your, you'll see the back end of this account here. So you can see right now I'm live in how to host successful online events and conferences. But if I click new event up here, I can create my new event straight away. So let's just say, I'm going to call this um, my book launch. Because Paul is doing a book launch. And I'm going to show you how to create a multi-session event. So here is your schedule and you can customize this in any way that you like. So if you're doing a single event, so it looks like Paul is doing a single event, all you would need to do is click the, you know, click which time. This automatically updates to your time zone as well. So because I'm on the East Coast, it's automatically in New York time. And then I can pick any day to do this. However, if I'd like to do a multi-session event, all I would need to do is click multi-session here. I might name this one. So maybe author one is going to be here. And this is going to go live at 4 p.m. tomorrow. And then perhaps I'd like author two to be one hour afterwards. So oh, it automatically goes one hour afterwards, but if you were looking to do a breakout room, you can do them both at the same time. But for the purposes of this, I am just going to place it like this. So that's as easy as it is to set up an online event. So it looks like Ronald is looking to do a multi-session event with a whole bunch of live speakers and a few different pre-recorded materials. So maybe this third event is going to be a live video. And then that's going to be an hour afterwards. It's really easy to set up your event in the way you like. And if you'd like all the traffic to be on the one URL and you've got the one ticket price, this is ideal for you. Then we just hit done. So we've got our schedule of three different events going one hour after the other. In our description, this is going to be our landing page uh, content. So this is your description. And you can also make it super fun. You can make things italicized, bold, you can add a video, you can add photos. So we also find that this is a great place to put sponsor information. So if you do have specific sponsors that are helping you with your event, you can place in their logos, you can create links, you can do what you need to do to um, try to drive more traffic or to create it more informational. There's also a short description here as well. So this 
is for public events, which it looks like both of you are doing. Um, and I believe, Jack, you're also doing public events as well. So this is ideal for SEOs. So this is what's going to show up in the search engine. It's also going to get pulled for social media. So if you do have an SEO expert helping you out, you have a few longer short chain keywords and drop them in there. And then your visibility is whether you want to do public or unlisted. So it looks like most of you here are doing public events. However, if you are looking to do a test or if you are looking to do something just with regards to um, your team, you would want to make that unlisted. The difference between the two is that public events will show up in search engines. It will also um, show up on our Discover page if you meet a few different criteria as well. Whereas if you do unlisted, it works similar to a YouTube unlisted in that people can only see the event if you share the URL with them. Now over on our access options, this is where the fun stuff comes in. You can accept payments. So if you want to, it looks like Ronald, you're looking to um, set up via PayPass. So there may be a Zap to help you with that through Zapier. But if you were looking to do um, to accept payments with us, all you would need to do is connect your Stripe account. And there's two different ways that you can accept payment. You can either have a fixed price for your event or a sliding scale price. So let's just say you were doing a pay what you can event. Perhaps you'd say anything from $0 to $100. So people can choose what they want to pay for your event. Or let's just say you've got a fixed price. You can pick any any price, let's just say $20, and then place that in there. You can also set a password for your event. So if you were looking to do more of a membership platform, then set a password for your event and that'll be that'll be great to add just a little extra layer of security. And if you are a Patreon member, it looks like no one is here today um, via the chat, but if you are or if anyone was asking you, you can connect up your Patreon account and you can also control access via tiers as well. So somebody on tier one or higher or someone on tier two or higher. And that's a great question, Ronald, and I'll just answer this now, but we'll talk about it shortly um, in the Q&A as well. I'll convert that to a question. You can set up comp tickets. So I'll let you know the two different ways you can do that later on. Great, so moving on to your cover. Now this creates real identity for your event. So you definitely want to be adding a cover photo because this is what gets pulled over on social media. So rather than having the Crowdcast icon, I mean, I'm not the Crowdcast icon, but you probably don't want it for your event over on social media. Um, you'll definitely want to place a cover photo there to create some identity. Also, video video traffic is doing really well. You know, video content is the way of the future. And we do find that people who add a video, a trailer video, do have a higher sign-up rate. So if you do have a 30 to 30 second to two minute promotional video lying around, I definitely recommend placing that link in here. Another super cool feature that you can add are custom registration fields. And this enables you to collect additional data from your attendees. So when you registered for this event, you will have noticed that you were asked three questions. Those are custom registration fields. And these are all the different options. You can ask for a URL. So perhaps you um, need to see somebody's portfolio because you're doing a design event. You can ask for phone numbers if you're looking to follow up on leads. You can even make that required if you want to as well. You can ask for occupations, multiple choice questions. So that was one of the ones that we had. You can ask for a number. So perhaps we want your zip code. 
So uh, do short checks or a checkbox. So the reason uh, a checkbox may be really great is you can ask people to agree to your privacy policy or terms of use, or perhaps you wanted to create opt-in in terms of marketing materials as well. So there's so many different options there and we can dive into any of those in more detail if you need. Another really cool thing that you can do is multi-stream. So multi-stream per session. So you can enable stream Facebook, YouTube, or any custom custom um, streaming. So a lot of people use this to go live with LinkedIn Live. And it's really set up. All you do is click on this create Facebook live event, and it's going to take you to the live dashboard within Facebook. If you click this more info, it provides you with the specific directions in order to connect a multi-stream. So if you were, if you did have a large audience over on LinkedIn or over on YouTube, and you know that you really need to own that relationship with them, then I definitely recommend setting up a multi-stream so that you can drive traffic towards your crowdcast. So there are also a few different advanced options that you can add in here as well. So you could you could add a group URL. So I definitely recommend that just to create better identity. It's also great for SEO as well if you are doing a public event. You can limit the number of seats. You only want a certain amount of people showing up. You can also accept contributions. So if you were looking to do more of a pay what you can or donation donation event, just connect up that Stripe account and then accept contributions. You can customize the registration button. So by default, it says save my spot, but if something else makes sense for your niche, just change that text there. And there's two emails that will automatically send out. We'll send the registration email at the time that people register for the event. We'll also send a reminder email as well, 10 minutes before the event. But if you wanted to turn either of those off and do your own communication with your attendees, you're more than welcome to do that. You can also hide the attendees from each other and set up Facebook pixels as well. So I'm going to go ahead and save that event. And you're about to see the back end. And as you'll see, the back end of this event is really intentional. So it's, it's intentionally similar to what you're seeing here. So immediately I can, you know, post up in the chat. So if you notice for this, this event beforehand, I had written in the chat what kind of events you're looking to host for Crowdcast. And you'll see that I just have a few different options compared to what you can see today. So I've got the ability to add a call to action button. I can set up some polls now. And you'll also see the session menu up here as well um, that you can move between sessions. So there was a lot of time and effort that went into making this as easy as possible so that what you're seeing is really similar to what attendees are seeing on their end as well. So once you've set up your event, you're definitely going to want to market or promote it, especially with those public events. So here are a few suggestions. We definitely recommend that you share on social channels wherever most of your traffic is. You definitely want to ensure that that's seen. If you do have a website, uh, you can create a secondary landing page over there as well. You can even embed the video on a landing page as well. And if you want an example of that, you may get an echo, so just warning you, but you can go to crowdcast.io and about three quarters down, you'll see that this event is going live on our homepage as well. You also have the ability to create UTM links and what, what that allows you to do is track which campaigns are doing well. Is my Facebook link doing better? Is my Instagram link doing better? Is affiliate one doing better than affiliate two? So you can actually track all of that. 
if you're looking to drive a lot of traffic. There's a lot of noise out there on the internet, right? So you want to make sure... That and we'll go ahead and conclude this presentation briefly in a short amount of time because I do have a phone call. And I want to ensure that I answer it because it is a very possible business opportunity. We do enjoy attending these events and you will learn more with us by interacting with me and sending an email so that I can properly respond. Thank you very much for listening to the content and learn with us as we expand our capabilities using social media platforms globally. Invite, excite, and engage. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time.